Well, I was just saying that um, Nathan's missing the first time I actually talked about video game music. <laughs> That's true. That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Maybe you can give post comments later. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you are watching after the fact, welcome to uh, this segment here. I've already heard from uh, Irving Interviewed, a aspiring filmmaker whose name I cannot recall. And uh, Nathan responded to some hot takes from the internet about video games, game design. And like I was saying earlier, I'm actually talking about video game music, but Nathan is not here. So uh, today I want to talk a little bit about um, Austin Wintry and his music specifically to the, the game Abzu, um, but just kind of in, in general, um, some stuff about him. So I haven't talked about video game music at all. You know, we're ostensibly, I'm talking about media music. I've kind of focused on film because that's the world I have participated in and know infinitely more about than the video game world. But I think, you know, it's, it's important to talk a little bit about um, about video game music. Um, I'll try and keep this this short. So I know we've gone on for a while, um, but you know some, some reasons why I think uh, video game music is in general is worth worth talking talking about and thinking about. Um, just well, number one, because video game industry, despite my ignorance of it um, personally, I'm pretty sure you know video game the the market is eclipsed film by a significant amount, right? Yes. Yeah. It's uh, it, massive. It, it, yeah, and it will only continue to grow, and the you know need of music in all those games is going to grow as well. So not only is it, is it an opportunity, you know, for people as composers and musicians, um, to, you know, to get into that, but also just a great opportunity for the art form to continue to grow. And it is a different kind of art form than film composition, even though I don't have any firsthand experience with it. I honestly, my, my feeling is that as a performer, I think that I'll probably, if I can do, you know, session playing one day, it'll probably be more doing things in the video game world than in the film world for, for that reason as well. But I guess it, it's also worth talking about because it, like I said, it, it's a different art form and it may, may not, might not be obvious how it's a little bit different, but one one way it's really different. You can see this uh, in some Austin Wintry stuff. Uh, is that a lot of times the the um, the structure of how you know these larger companies at least operate and involve composers is is different than how it happens with film. Um, the composers tend to be brought in earlier and out of necessity too for technological reasons as well. You know, making sure you not only can you write the music but it can loop in the places where it needs to loop, right? Uh, which people aren't familiar. Looping just means like, you know, a section repeats because, you know, gameplay time is variable. You can play for different amounts of times. You can stay in the same area for different amounts of time, unlike a film, which is, you know, point A to point B. So a composer needs to be brought in earlier so they can work, or, you know, through all those things with the game designers. And because they get to be brought in earlier uh, and, and, you know, Austin Winters is a really great example of this. The art gets a little bit more of a chance to develop and breathe. It's not something that's rushed as a lot of film composition tends to be. So again, looking more specifically at Austin Wintry. So he's he's kind of my favorite video game composer. I don't know as many video game composers 
just because you know we, we tend to not think about video game composers even in in the media world quite as much we're all focused on uh on, on film and tv and there's just not as much recognition publicly either not that there's a great recognition of film composers but even less um for people who are doing video game things so i don't know nearly as many i don't you know people who are really active in the video game industry so i don't you know have a great like depth in that area but austin wintry has really stood out to me uh for some of his his games he's done some of the assassin's creed games mm. and then some of these like uh I'm, I'm gonna forget a whole bunch of things that he's done but kind of a lot of some like smaller things um things like i recently did uh in called the pathless which is quite interesting musically. This game I'm going to talk about a little bit about called Abzu, which I think is this kind of sequel in a way to a game by the same studio called Journey, which mm. is again very highly regarded. I understand. I've, I again I haven't played any of these. The game things. Journey, or uh, is the studio's yeah. name Jim? Oh yeah, Journey was a big phenomenon because it pushed. Uh, that was a while ago. I can't even remember when that came out. But the significance of it was big because it was a very uh, palpable shift for the mainstream towards a more artistic uh, approach to video games in general, which I thought was glorious. <laughs> so, yeah. And and he's really, Austin Wintry is really associated with these more artistic games, games that, like, from what I understand, generally revel more in, like, artistic beauty and, like, thematic things than action like you know intensity so maybe that's partially why his music is so appealing to me obviously things like assassin's creed would be a little bit different than that but his music for that is also fascinating i've probably heard some pieces pieces from him like years i don't even remember but like i've never played an assassin's creed game but i've i actually have intentionally listened to the score because someone told me to i think someone recommended that i did because they liked it. And I remember liking it, but I don't remember it at all. So, Okay, yeah. So the other really cool thing about him is that he's very active, not so much on social media, but on like his YouTube channel. And some of this, I think, is because, again, the nature of how video game studios operate. They're not, they, they don't, at least with him, they're not so concerned with intellectual property and like keeping things hidden and locked up. So, you know, if you go, he has his own podcast, which is fascinating to listen to. Very active in that sort of thing, just talking, you know, his, his thoughts on on music and art in general. It's a lot you can learn from that if you're a, you know, someone inter- interested in the industry, not just video games, but in general. He also puts out a lot of his scores, like the notes themselves, on on his on his YouTube channel with his comments. And he has like extensive comments on some of these games like Abzu, which is really, really fascinating to read. Um, you can there are people who you know have resources out there where you, and you can like, oh, here's how I mix this track or something like that. And that's interesting. But you you know, with him, you really he doesn't talk about that sort of stuff, but his commentary on his own process and like how he works with the game designers and whatever. Uh, is is really fascinating because you really get into um, his mindset, like what sorts of things he's thinking about when he's composing. It's very different than like 
on a technical level, how do I mix and master something, which is normally the kind of stuff you can find online. So really, really interesting person. If you are at all interested in media composition to, to check out, and I'm going to kind of draw from some of his, his comments on the game Abzu to, to think about what, what I think, what, what, what's so great about it. So again, I haven't played the game, but my understanding of it is that it's kind of a, you're, you're playing as this female diver who is going through this underwater world and interacting with different animals. And you have to kind of restore like, balance between underwater life and uh you know the advancements of civilization and it's like roughly based on some ancient sumerian text one way that i think i think he had three years over which he worked on this um according to his comments and one way you can see that like the result of having three years to work on this instead of like three months to write the whole thing like is tends to be typical with with uh with film is that he's very intentional about every element of of this fantastic score for instance he takes a lot of lines from this religious ancient sumerian religious text and he has the choir sing it throughout but like draws out each syllable so much that you basically it just sounds like a wash of like pitch, you know, like not like any individual syllables, not that we would understand Sumerian text anyway. But that's kind of hovering around in the background. His scores also tend to be very kind of a combination of of ambient with a lot of melodic stuff in in, orca- in an orchestral setting. Um, kind of a, a sparser orchestral texture melody, but also a lot of ambient stuff, which is kind of a little bit of an unusual mix. And I think um, Abzu is maybe the score that he does best w- with that. Uh, Journey is also very good, and and the Pathless as well. Pathless in particular, I, he uh, does something where he puts out like part, you know, one of his tracks from the previous game and asks people to, you know play their own take on it and like whoever they want to. And if he takes like the three most interesting people and asks them to collaborate on the next track. So like wow. the pathless is all these, you know, people playing very interesting, um, you know, different uh, like world instruments. Uh, That's so cool. Contributing. Yeah. It's very, very cool that he does that. Abzu also has a lot of kind of, you know, obscure instruments mixed in with the orchestra. And if you, if you, you know, read his commentary on on, on his YouTube channel uh, on on Abzu. Yeah, he's very very deliberate about everything he does. He's you know deliberate with he um, wants the two main voices uh, to be this oboe solo, and then this combination of a choir singing with ten harps. And you can read all sorts of interesting stuff about how he kind of recorded the ten harps, and that's a whole acoustical problem and whatever. So he's very, very intentional about that. Uh, there's like the spirit realm which you go off to that has the harps and and the choir. And at the start of the game, when you enter there, it's um, heavily filtered with all sorts of you know digital post effects. Um, but as you 
go on in a game, it te- you get less of that, and it's more um, natural. Just to, by by the end, it's just the instruments and the voices without any processing. And then there's the kind of oboe and orchestra, which is the voice of, of the main character, and then and the undersea world. I I could go on, or but you really just watch his own own video for all the like very very intentional choices he and the game designers are making about like you know this instrument here does it reflect the psychological state we want you to feel whatever um so very intentional in in a way that film composers really just don't have time to be intentional about even you know people do try to do these things but it's just not enough time i don't know i find that really really interesting and it, it it is it's a really effective score, even if you don't haven't played the game like I have. You can just listen to it, and like, it's just it's so beautiful. And and I know he says that that's kind of the you know intent of the game for it to mostly be about beauty and and mystery, and not be about um, fear and you know those sorts of emotions and like it you know challenging it's not supposed to be a challenging game you're supposed to just kind of be immersed in like the beauty of nature and like wanting to yeah. restore nature and again it's, it's it's so so effective his his writing too his his themes tend to be very very small melodic cells you know normally two or like two to four notes that he kind of expands on but it's kind of you know core of very very small core and you know, that's kind of in contrast to um, to a lot of people who are going to write melodically, who tend to write, you know, long lines. John Williams tends to have really long lines. It's kind of interesting. Cause I I sort of find myself as a composer in between that, where I, I like you know shorter things, more like what he he tends to do, um, but in more of a Williams orchestral dressing, I suppose. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's it, it's a really interesting style to to kind of take that kind of not minimalist ap- approach, but like more minimalist approach, but also be really melodic with it, and also you know be so colorful with orchestra and playing around with different post production effects. Yeah. So overall, you know, it's very really kind of unique musical voice. A very intentional music musical voice about everything he's doing, and I find it really effective. Um, I, I honestly, as a flute player, I would love to to play on, on one of his video game scores. I'd love to love to be involved. John Powell, which will probably never never happen, and Austin Wintry, which is more somewhat more likely because he, you know, video games are all in in, in Nashville. Um, which is a little bit more of an accessible spot to maybe get my into. future home city. We'll see. I don't know. I would. I. I would. I would love to play on on you know one of his his video game scores. They're just so 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 beautiful overall and really beautiful textures. So I would definitely check out his YouTube channel and his podcast, which is also on there. Just, he also has videos that are just like, you know, basically video essays where he talks about different things. So he's really a, a great um, resource as a, you know, composer, um, very active in that sense. 
also, like I said, very willing to collaborate with people, um, you know, bringing, pe- inviting people who have played his own, you know, done their own versions of his own music onto his future scores. And I think he's a musical voice. It's really worth checking out, especially if you are not as familiar with the video game musical world. Yeah, that's super cool to hear. I, I hope you get uh, more into gaming uh, more because I would love to hear more like of the contrast and like process and flow and stuff like that. I would love to hear more about that because I don't know. Obviously, Nathan's the the person who knows about that kind of stuff. But it's always interesting to hear um, like the behind the scenes more of this kind of stuff. So yeah, I don't. I know a little bit, but like y- you really need to know um, a, a different kinds of technology to be able to like handle loops and things like that and also just you know from what i understand from him too like a narrative sense of like well you know he talks about certain points where like you a player can linger here but we want to kind of direct them to not spend like two hours in this place and move on to the next thing so how do you like subtly Mm, yeah use music to help hint that they should move on so you know that kind of stuff I've actually played some uh, bad games where that's done poorly, where I feel like the music is like <laughs> trying to like, like, a you know, a good example is I enter, you know, you enter an enemy and let's say Borderlands or something like that, enter an area with enemies all around. And all of a sudden you get that like fast paced sort of ac- action music. But then like, you're just, you either just, you're just passing through like in certain games, you don't have to engage with whatever challenge you're presented with. So like, it just feels weird when you're like, I already know I'm passing through here, but the game is like, get ready to fight. You know, is the the music is what what the music is telling you. Or there's some other games where it's a little awkward in different ways too, where it just feels too programmatic. Like it feel I can feel the programming playing the music, if that makes sense, like cueing the music up. Whereas there are some other games that are a lot better at that, where I never feel that way. Like I feel totally immersed and I guess that's probably a good symbiosis happening with uh, the composer and uh, the game studio, the other team members of the game studio. Yeah. yeah. He he talked a lot too about like, you know, where he and the game designers want, want the music to kind of tell the story and where they don't want it to, when they want other elements to be telling it. And, you know, again, just very intentional, a lot of, a lot of care in, into every detail. It's very, very interesting to, to read, you know, his thought process on that sort, sort of thing. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of games will opt for like very um, generic sounding stuff a lot of times where it sounds too under, maybe, maybe it's, I haven't played, you know, many games as of late so a lot of my references are like you know from when i was in high school or something or (laughs) playing games then so i don't know how things have changed or evolved but like i feel like back then i remember feeling like the music was very cartoony and like you know underdeveloped uh in you know how it interacts with the game and stuff whereas like a game like uh, the last of us has a tremendous score uh it's a it's an acoustic guitar based score but it's um, I have one of the best games ever created, in my opinion. The best game I've ever played. Uh, I refuse to play the second game because I don't want my world to be destroyed by what people say about that game. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's an, a tremendous game. And uh, listening to um, 
Oh man, I can't remember the uh, composer slash guitarist's name, but him talk about it. It's like that's how I would like gaming to go in general. A lot more intentional, less like how do we test this skill in this? I mean, there's you know depending on the genre and the game, there's going to be some of that, but it's 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 not like you know games need to be a test anymore. You know, it's not like we're in tetra Tetris era. You know anymore with that. So it would be, it's nice to hear that things are still progressing in that direction. It's good to hear. I was going to ask, like, are there, are there people in LA doing that kind of stuff or? Well, I think there are people who probably, you know, score these things, but a lot of the recording tends to be in Nashville. And, and I, from what I gathered, a lot of the people tend to live in Nashville too, just because that's more centrally located also to like where studios, game studios are uh, I guess Seattle, too, is also a place where people do that. Hmm. It's not quite as big in L.A. That's my attempt to keep this segment short. So. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, thank you guys for watching. Before we go, I've just noticed uh, that... But before we go, the uh, I wanted to shout out uh, a new person on Locals. I know that you're not a supporter, but I just appreciate that you joined the page. So shout out to D underscore White for uh, joining our Locals page. We've got a few people who are not just us there now, which is awesome. I'm not sure exactly what to post there that is, should be available to everyone. I might just essentially use it like Instagram and just post like, you know, the stuff I post Instagram there as well. So that you get, you know, cause if you have the app um, or you have your email connected up, then you'll get a notification for when we post something. So maybe that'll be a nice way for you to understand, oh, hey, we're going live at 7 p.m. today and here's what we're talking about. Uh, stuff like that for the people who are on there for free. But other than that, if you want to keep the conversation going, link in the description to our Discord. It's a fun place. I've been kind of on and off with how often I post there, but I'm trying to post there more. Uh, we talk about uh, all things games, games, music, and what is games, music, and film. That's that's what I do, film, <laughs> uh, on there uh, throughout the week, and we can continue the conversations that we're having here now. So uh, yeah, we're here every Friday at 7 p.m. See you next week. I just wanna live my life, but I keep on hearing about nonsense. Me and my dons ain't mobsters, but you know when you see imposters, we know how to read them faces. Same way you know how to read them comments. If you wanna talk, let's talk. But around here, make sure you walk and your talk is constant. <laughs>